Welcome back, gents, to another episode of Show Thyself Approved. Let me start off the top of this episode by thanking you once again for going over to menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. I have been reading the comments, the feedbacks, your questions, your words of encouragement, uh, I just want to say it's just amazing how this has just caught on. And I want to thank you if you have been a proponent uh, positively influencing others in your life and sharing this podcast with them. I've said it here before. I'll say it again. We don't have all the answers but there is this thing called life and life brings experiences, good and bad. It brings wisdom, I would hope, and also uh, life lessons that we in turn apply to ourselves and then to those around us. And all we're doing here is sharing as men so that we can be better fathers, better husbands, better leaders in our communities, in our churches, wherever it may be, in our businesses. We say that time and time again, guys, but uh, it's just a reality of what we're all about here. And so we're seeking to continue to grow and to foster a relationship here. So keep sending those comments, those words of encouragement, your questions, maybe things that you might want me to address if I am at all able to. I will be doing that here in the near future. Again, men approved today at gmail.com. That is men approved today at gmail.com. Let us jump into this episode, guys. And I've uh, titled it Acquainted with Suffering. Think about that for a moment. Becoming acquainted with suffering. We, I think, have heard in one way, shape, or form the following slogan, if you want to call it that. Uh, Pain is weakness leaving the body. I remember uh, seeing this uh, on a t-shirt and I bought it. Uh, It made sense to me then and it makes even more sense to me now and that's what I want to explain and share with you guys as we dive into this. But the first time I heard this uh, slogan, uh, "Pain is weakness leaving the body." The first time I heard this was in basic training, as I somehow sought to to survive the the drilling and the punishment that was being ditched out on me uh, to get this nasty civilian, as my drill instructor would remind me of being a nasty civilian he wanted to just get this nasty civilian out of me and bring in a locked and cocked united states marine that was the purpose of that training to get the old habits the old ways of civilian life everything that i had been accustomed to that i Uh, found in my normal daily routine of life, he wanted to just beat that out of me if he could so that he can usher in 
are ready to go, locked and cocked United States Marine. And let me tell you, it was not a pleasant experience, but it was a necessary process. Most definitely, I tell you. And this was more than than two decades ago that I'm reminiscing on this. And the words mean so much more to me now than ever before. You see, the truth is that uh, we are aimlessly going through life and only pay attention when pain rears its ugly head. When pain is introduced into the equation... You and I pay attention. We can't ignore it for too long because it's sounding an alarm. It's it's telling us something is not right and needs our attention. Now, if we are honest with ourselves, we will admit that for most of us, comfort, ease, and a stress-free life is what we're pursuing. It's what we desire and there's nothing wrong with that i also desire these qualities in my life but we have forgotten that it is through pain through labor through hard work that we strive to achieve these things for ourselves and for those around us you see i'm not only referring to the physical aspect of pain You know, the physical labor, the physical hard work of life. I'm not only referring to that. I'm speaking about the hard work in putting in to our spirituality, to our mentality, to our intellect, to our relationships, to our professions. Really, when it boils down to the hard work that we need to put in as individuals in that individual development and you know we have become softer and softer as time has passed as as modern technology has made our lives easier more quote-unquote accessible we're not flexing our proverbial muscle in all sense of the word like we used to. So that's why, you know, we build these these big gyms and we pay these memberships and we go to a place so that we can exert ourselves. I mean, if that's your thing, that's fine. I personally don't have anything against any gym memberships and being at a gym. I think that it's great to have a facility and have equipment that might not be readily accessible to me in my home in my garage but you know there's a trade-off for everything but we have these big gyms and these big facilities and these personal trainers and nutrition plans and this that and the other so that we can get the work in physically that used to be a time in our lives Not too long ago, guys, where we had to go out and work and labor with our hands, with our backs, with our legs. And now we need to purposefully exercise our body so that it doesn't become softer. But like I just said here a moment ago, this relates to and applies to 
all aspects of our lives, spiritual, mental, intellectual, professional, you go on and on and on. And it is the responsibility of each and every one of us as an individual to do so. And so this is a a dangerous state to be in and we need to do something about it right now because we're not going to get any stronger and we're just going to continue to be led astray and and moved and and persuaded by every wind of doctrine that just blows we're going to believe everything we're going to continue to be spoon fed and if you're nodding your head and you're saying no that's not me i'm putting in the work then good for you but how are you influencing other men how are you influencing your sons that are coming up are you putting in the work with them are you encouraging them in all sense of the word are you leading from the front you see we can't hide out excuse me in our in our holes in our man caves and somehow some way think that we're going to impact or make things better around us if our sphere of influence is not growing If we're just doing things for ourselves, hey, that's great. But let me just be real. That's just the beginning. And yeah, I know. I understand. There's there's even some that will tune in even now uh, as we're eight episodes into this season of this particular podcast. Maybe someone just found us and they're listening to this particular uh, episode and they're just going to say, well, this don't make no sense to me and this is not for me and they've moved on. They haven't made it this far. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Maybe they'll hear it somewhere else from someone whom is more appealing, whom they can connect to. That's great. As long as the word gets out there, as long as we're seeking to influence, and that's what I'm trying to do with you, even as I share Even as I bring myself to come to this mic and to spend the time. Listen, I'm not just talking off the top of my head. I have a notebook where I sit down and I write my thoughts out because I want to be as clear and as articulate as I can be. And I don't want to drift off into into these separate subjects and run down these rabbit holes. I know that's not going to be of any service to you. But being acquainted with suffering is something that is not spoken of. And if it is, it's only applied uh, and the mindset is only to the physical and it's not so. You see, pain sounds the alarm in our lives that something is out of order. Something's out of whack and it needs immediate attention. That's what pain is. You know, pain is neither good nor bad. Pain is an alarm. Pain tells you, hey, wake up. And pain is there to capture your attention and my attention so that we can find out what's going on. You know, just like your dashboard, man. We know this. This is common sense. We look at our dashboard and it tells us 
if our tires are low, if the oil needs to be changed, it gives us those, those little lights if the engine needs to be checked out. Well, that's what pain is in our lives. It's an alarm. And sometimes it, it creeps in slowly. You start feeling a bit of, of discomfort. It's not necessarily full-blown-out pain, but you feel it progressively growing. And the pain is not just exclusive here to the physical, but also to the, the, the biological, the physiological. You start feeling just awkward. You start getting this sense about you that you're not moving in the right direction, that you need to address this specific thing, this specific issue. And if you don't, it's not going to get any better. And let me tell you, that's, that's the problem. If, if left unattended or plainly ignored, it becomes persistent suffering in our lives. You know why many of us are in the condition that we are in and you pick whatever may be the realm that you right now are experiencing a persistent suffering, a persistent struggle in your life. You know why that is? Because we did not attend to the alarm. We just grew comfortable we just embraced and accepted that that's just a part of our lives maybe someone externally diagnosed us and listen i'm gonna be clear i am not a phd of nothing i am just a man speaking from experience but being in the field where diagnoses are are given out a dime a dozen Whenever someone has a certain issue, they're immediately diagnosed, immediately labeled, and immediately there is a band-aid applied. Because people don't want to live with pain. They don't want persistent suffering. Who does? I don't. But the reality is, is that not everyone needs medication not everyone needs to be in therapy we all have our struggles i'm not going to minimize and speak ill of anyone with legitimate mental illness and i'm not here to diagnose anyone and you shouldn't take my advice let me be clear as any sort of professional advice i'm not telling you not to go get yourself seen not to talk to someone and in the case of you needing treatment or medication not to go down that path i'm speaking about the things that we do have control over and let me tell you we have more control over more aspects of our lives than we give ourselves credit for. Why? Because we live in a time of commodity. We live in a time of, of technology and, and advancement and all of that is fine and dandy. That's wonderful. But we have become sloths. We've kicked back and relaxed and we've left pain 
the alarm that has been sounding progressively in our lives, getting louder and louder and louder. We've ignored it in the areas in our lives that we know we should be tending to, that we have control over, and now we're suffering. And some of us, some of us, listen, are living acquainted with suffering that we need not tolerate and allow in our lives. Some of us have become comfortable accepting that it is what it is. I say that a lot. <laughs> and I'm conscious, guys, here of, of, of sometimes I say it and I'm like, it is what it is, really? It is what it is because you've accepted it to be what it is. But is it really? I mean, I'm not trying to sound smarter than I am and get philosophical, philosophical, excuse me, about things. But come on, really? It is what it is. Why? Because you deem it to be? Because you've allowed it to be? Because you've conformed? Really? Think about that. Let's, let's be real. And so I just want to give you for some practical application. And this is personal, practical application that even now I try to, to live by and apply these things in my lives. Because what good is me preaching to the masses, sharing this with you again, if I'm not emulating these things in my life? Guys, I just I don't want to be that guy that is just sharing theory with you, that is just sharing experience with you and principles with you. Like I've read it out of some book and it sounds great or I heard it somewhere else and it sounds wonderful, but I'm not trying to apply these things in my life on a daily basis. Listen, what has happened to me, and this is not just now, this is not just with this podcast, this has been throughout my life and reflecting back on my life, I have found that the times in my life that I have grown in all sense of the word are those times that I have put myself in a position of accountability, first to myself then to my family, and then to you guys. And so, you know, you've heard the saying, practice what you preach. You probably heard also, who you are speaks so loud to my hearing that I can't hear what you're saying. Actions speak louder than words. I'm just throwing all of these adages out here at you. You've heard it before. You know, how many times have you given counsel or received counsel about weight, about this, about that, about the other, about how you should do things. And but then you look at the person and you look at their lives and you go, who are you to speak about that? I don't want to be that guy. I'm striving to be the opposite of that. And so we're all on this journey, guys. But we have to be honest with ourselves and 99.99999% of the time, this is number one, 
when we identify our pain and the cause of it, 99.999% of the time, we are the issue. Okay? It is self-imposed. It is self-inflicted. It is something that we have ignored in our lives. Something that we just wanted to sweep under the rug or something that we've adopted a label or someone else's opinion. And that opinion could be a professional opinion, you know. We perceive the other individual to know better than us, to know us better than we know ourselves. We know that's a lie. No one knows your thoughts. No one knows your intent. No one knows your background. No one knows what you've been through. No one knows what you're going through. No one knows what you're striving for. No one knows the condition you're in now. No one knows your vices, your struggles, your pains, your woes, your strengths, your weaknesses. No one knows that intimately but you. And I would say in my case as a Christian man, no one knows me better than my heavenly father. And so we need to identify our pain and the cause of it. We need to be honest. Stop looking to the external. Stop looking at your wife as the blame, at your children as the blame, as your social, economical uh, reality. <laughs> I don't even want to go into that, okay? Because we talk about reality in a world that just wants to live in a fantasy, in a dream, redefining things. But that's not the purpose of this particular episode. Listen. Identify your pain and the cause of it. Narrow it down. And I guarantee you, like I said, 99.999% of the time, it's the person in the mirror. But what area in that person's life, in your life, is it? What is it? What is the cause? Is it mental? Is it spiritual, intellectual? Is it my relationship? Is it professionally? Dig at it. Root it out. When you do that and you identify that area or areas like most of us have, hey, including me, then you need to, number two, be specific in your desire to eliminate this pain. Notice that I said there, be specific in your desire to eliminate eliminate this pain you you don't want to put a band-aid on this you don't want to just do enough so that the pain just just goes away you know it's like when we get some sort of uh infection or something toothache or whatever we want that pain gone do we want to go to the doctor and the doctor give us something that is going to progressively over a long dragged out period of time uh, be the solution for our pain or do we want immediate resolve we want the latter I hope right 
So we want to be specific about our desire to eliminate pain, to eliminate it, not pacify it, not just deal with it until we feel better, until we think it's gone. No, we want it out of our lives and we don't want it to rear its head ever again. And let me tell you, for some of us, or I would dare to say for all of us, there are specific things in our lives that we will need to go at and tend to on a daily basis. I I just had a young girl uh, that I had under my care. Let's just say that. I don't want to get into specifics. And in having this young girl in my care, She's diabetic too. So she needed to monitor her sugar levels four, five, six times a day. She needed to be supervised doing that. She needed her insulin shots. She needed to get certain uh, uh, dosages of it uh, throughout the day. This needed to be charted. She also needed to uh, learn how to make wise choices you know, to her diet and and, and all this other stuff. I had to go in and get training. (laughs) I was going uh, with her to her appointments and learning about this, this, this condition of hers. And I just thought to myself and said, wow, this is a lot. And we're talking about a, a 12, 13 year old girl who has been Dealing with this diabetes too uh, for quite some time. And I said, wow, she has to be on top of this. But she doesn't have the mental fortitude to be left alone, to be left unsupervised. Someone has to watch her. Someone has to guide her. Someone has to keep her accountable. That someone was me. And this had to be on a daily basis. You know, she had the hopes that if she just eventually just ate right, did right, exercised, did everything the doctor was telling her, that her uh, A1C levels would come down to the point that she would not need the actual insulin. She can just take a pill, one pill. For the day to eliminate, to eliminate the diabetes and the need for the insulin shots and everything else that came with it. For us, guys, that's a reality. There's things that we're going to have to deal with on a daily. Number three, accept that change is painful, but necessary. Accept that change is painful, but necessary. Some of us would just, you know, walk around and say the more things change, the more things stay the same. That's just another form of conformity. That's just another excuse. It might apply to certain things at certain times, but not to you and I and the pain and the, the persistent suffering in our lives that 
we should not tolerate that we should not be comfortable with because it is in our power to address it but when we look to identify that pain the cause of it and we have a desire a full-blown desire we're 100 in to eliminate that pain and that suffering we have to also be real and accept that the change the process is going to bring more pain <laughs> it's an exchange of one pain for another pain and it's necessary in order for me to be equipped as a united states marine as a soldier ready for combat or at least uh, have a baseline of readiness for combat. I had to go through that process of training where everything was being challenged. My vocabulary was being challenged. My mentors were being challenged. I mean, it may sound ridiculous, but we had to learn how to walk, how to fall in. And fall into formation and walk as a unit, march as a unit, take orders. I mean, it was a complete 180 from civilian life. And it was painful. It took intense day in and day out discipline. But it was necessary. Number four. We need to embrace the process. And let me be specific. You need to embrace your process. And you need to stay consistent. Why do I say you need to embrace your process? Because we overcomplicate things. Some of us are, are uh, intellectual in the sense that we like to plan and formulate and we're going to gather the knowledge and the database and create spreadsheets and, 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 you know, all that stuff. Hey, if that works for you, that's great. That's your process. My process may be simply to show up. That's where I'm at in my life today. Listen, I did the plans, I did the the diets, I did the all protein diets, the South Beach diets, the this and that diet, uh, you know, I did all of that, uh, eat six times, eight times a day, the caloric intake, the this, that, and the other, you get all this knowledge, all of this wealth of information, But why is it that we repeat the same things over and over and over again? You know why? Because it's not your process. I hear people even give me advice today, and I know they're well-meaning. You know, when I tell them that I work out on a daily basis every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I've come to understand that I need to do so, that's my process, The first thing I hear is, well, you know, you need to give your muscles rest. You can overtrain and they need to rest. Listen, <laughs> if you only understood how difficult it is to overtrain any muscle in your body, you're not 
a professional bodybuilder. You're not overtraining nothing. You're not a an instructor where you're giving two, three, four classes a day. That's not your profession. You're not overtraining nothing. You and me, for the most part, guys, we're the average Joe. We're putting in an hour, an hour and a half, and we're done. That's it. How are you going to overtrain anything? Unless, you know, what you're talking about is that you're trying to fit in 20 years worth in 20 days just so you can get the the flat belly so you can you know go to the beach and not be embarrassed to take off your t-shirt you know when you're with your wife if that's you you're on the path to failure to be honest with you because your process is yours and you need to stay consistent and it's not going to happen overnight It needs to be what it is. You see, you didn't get into the mess that you're in. I didn't get into the situation, the mess and suffering, the pain that I'm suffering in whatever area of my life overnight. It happened over a period of time where I ignored it, where I just slept on it, where I pushed it out of my mind and out of sight and just got to the point where I embraced it. I accepted it. It's going to take time, but you have to have a process in place. It has to be your process and you need to be consistent. If that mean daily, if that's you, then, then great. Every other day, great. Number five, we need to own the outcomes of our actions. And and I'm going to add in there and our inaction. Because quite frankly, that's what we're talking about here. Ownership. You're acquainted with suffering because you've conformed. You need to own that. You need to be real. Stop making the excuses. Well, you know, it's in my genes. Really? Oh, you know, I never have the opportunity. I don't have time. Listen, that's that's one of the things that even I used to use as an excuse. I don't have the time to work out. But I had the time to sit in front of my screen and play my video games for two, three hours. Then I look up at the clock. It's 12 midnight, one in the morning. And then I would say to myself, well, you know, I don't start work until 10 12, 1 o'clock, I can just sleep in. So that's what I would do. But I didn't have time to work out. You following me, guys? Are you, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm using myself as an example. I had to change that. I had to say, wait a minute, what's more important to me? To be ready, willing, and able to protect my family? What's my goal? What's the end game here? You know, that, that's another thing. You just cannot say, well, I want to be fit. Why do you want to be fit? Well, because I want to be able to, to perform. To perform what? Break it down. I want to be ready if the time presents itself where I need to 
to throw my family literally over my shoulder, if that's my wife, if that's my daughter, and get them out of a nasty situation, if I need to sprint 100 yards without feeling like I'm going to die. But not just for the sake of, you know, if it's really vague, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to stick with it. Own the outcomes of your actions or your inactions, your inactivity. Stop making excuses. If you see that you're doing something and it's working, own it. Build on it. Grow. Don't stay stagnant. And if you see that something's not working, then look at it and own it as well and say, well, you know, I'm not vesting time and effort into that, I need to get about my business. It's really simple, guys. So let me just wrap it up here. You identify your pain and the cause of it. I alluded to this being something mostly internal and not external. You're the common denominator in the equation 99.99% of the time. Number two, you need to be specific in your desire to eliminate pain. The more detailed, the more specific. Listen, you need to literally sit down and write this stuff out. Write it out. Stop being lazy. Stop saying, oh, I got it. It's right up here in my head. What's going to happen when you have a different of opinion, of thought, when the voice starts to talk in your head and say, ah, why are you doing this? What's going to happen when the motivation goes away? Mm, write it out. Post it somewhere. Make copies and post it all over the place. Listen to this podcast. Repeat it over and over and over and over again. And when you're sick and tired of it, then do it again. Be specific in your desire to eliminate pain. Number three, accept that change is painful, but it is necessary. All change is uncomfortable. All change is painful. You will have to give up something to gain something else. I had to give up going to sleep, hanging out till 12, 1 in the morning, in chat with friends or just me in my man cave on my own so that I can get an solid seven to eight hours of sleep and wake up before six in the morning to get into my workout and put in an hour and an hour and a half. I need to do that. Number four, we need to embrace our process and remain consistent. Hold yourself accountable. If you can't be honest with yourself and hold yourself accountable outside of your wife. Get someone that you will grant permission to to say, hey, hold my feet to the fire. Don't bark at this person and turn on them when they tell you the truth. No, give them that permission. Respect that they're checking on you because that's what they're about. And preferably someone who's already beyond the point where you want to be someone who's conquered that demon that you're looking to conquer in your life 
embrace your process and stay consistent and finally own the outcomes of your actions. If you do nothing and you gain nothing, accept it. Accept it. Own it. If you put in the work and you're getting it done, own it. Celebrate it. As a matter of fact, post it. Share it with me at menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. Again, menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. Excuse me. I want to hear about your successes. You know, when you put it out there and you gather others around you, then it's on because we're going to hold you accountable. You know, you're not in it alone. And that's a good thing. We need to know that there are others that are in the same struggle, in the same race, in the same fight, and that we're holding each other. So we need to do that. You know, we're only as strong as our weakest link. We all are in this together. Gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember that we are here seeking to be ready, willing, and able to show thyself approved. I will catch you on the next one. God bless you.